This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Friday, September 15th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew Dewaskin. Matt, how are we doing? I'm living. Yeah? Yeah, how about you? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. We uh, we had an okay week for picks. I don't know. It, it went all right, but... Matt, did you watch the Cleveland Indians on Thursday? On Thursday night? Yeah. I couldn't because I was at softball. Oh, that's right. Well, I watched the Cleveland Indians. We, we haven't really talked about this win streak yet, I feel like. Oh, and... it's not really DFS related, so it kind of, like, you know, I mean, we could talk about it. I'm, I'm happy to talk about it. But it's, uh, yeah, it's a... I feel like we should at least acknowledge it. And this game on Thursday was it. They got down to the last strike, bottom of the ninth, and then... Uh, had a double just barely over the glove of Alex Gordon and left that I thought he was going to catch. But, yeah. And then once they came back and tied it, you're like, oh, they're winning this game. It had that, like, pardon the term, the momentum, but just the feeling. I don't know. It was weird. It was very much like a playoff atmosphere. And, I don't know, 22 just feels bananas at this point. To win 22 consecutive baseball games? Yeah, and they do the math of like, oh, if you win 60% of your games, you know, what is the chance of winning 22 in a row? It's one in about a bajillion. Like, it's just hard to do. So, I don't know. Uh, Do you have feelings as a White Sox fan? Are you saying, screw the Indians, I hope it ends? Are you saying the streak is neat, I want to see it go? Or I think the streak, I don't have feelings as a White Sox fan because the White Sox are awful right now. Well, yeah. I'll get to that in a second. I don't have feelings because the White Sox aren't really in the race, and if they're not in the race, I, you know, I don't have a whole lot of, uh-huh. you know, animosity towards my divisional rivals. I do want to see the streak continue. I think it's fun, you know, to see just this, the team just going go on a run like this. I think it's 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 fun. It's good for the sport. Uh-huh. It's cool. I dig it. That being said, I I am getting like the more I watch this like White Sox team in September, the more I'm, I find myself get, you know like getting attached. Yes. Like, I'll be like, oh, man, that was a really good at-bat by Matt Davidson. Right? Way to yeah. go, man. Oh, look, y- Yelmer Sanchez got a double. Like, yeah. I feel like once you've given up all hope, now it's just easy to enjoy it. Well, it, it just, I, I see pieces that will one day be, like, you know, relevant. Like, I, I can see Matt Davidson being, like, if he's, if he's like, your first bat off the bench on a really good team, I think you're in good shape. Uh-huh. If Yelmer yeah. Sanchez is, like, the 25th man on a good team, you're in good yeah. shape. I so, can see that. Yeah, you, know, I, you I, just I, have to get all of the other pieces, and oh, yeah. these guys will be good pieces. So they've got like the twenty fifth and twenty fourth men. Yeah, that's great. Twenty three. It's the first steps if you're building your team backwards. It's perfect. Baby, baby steps. I have to ask if it were the Cubs on this winning streak, you'd be rooting against it, right? <sighs> okay, I all right. I mean, and you lived in Chicago, which you do. If you're living in Chicago during this winning streak for the Cubs. Am, the I, worst, am right? I living in my old Wrigleyville apartment or am I living in my current house? Your current house. Uh, it wouldn't be as bad, but I mean, as, as somebody who is paid to write about the Brewers, you know, not not I can't say for a living, but somebody who's just paid to write about the Brewers, sure, probably annoy. I would, I would, I would be, we'd be writing posts about when will this Cub streak end? I guarantee. Rooting for it to end, you'd be rooting for the ball to be I caught would, and yes. be done. I we would be rooting for yeah, try, trying to, to to poke holes in the armor. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Anyway, for our picks, I had uh, Ronaldo Lopez go on Monday, and he was okay. Quality start, one strikeout, which he won a little bit more than that, but was okay. Brandon Woodruff did not handle the Pirates as well as no, you would hope. It's all those righties. It's kind of scary. 
but he got some strikeouts there. We had Dylan Peters go to Philadelphia, and he was okay. Six innings, two runs, ten base runners. He walked a whole bunch of guys, but he had his four strikeouts. I still kind of like Dylan Peters. Think about it there. And then Matt, I I have to apologize to Red Sox fans and the few of you that are nuts enough to be Doug Fister owners, but I picked Doug Fister and the wheels officially fell off. Four oh. innings, six runs. <laughs> you look at the game log and you can just see where I finally bought in and picked because it's like one run, zero run, one run, one run, and then boop, six runs against Oakland, who actually have been quietly really hot in the second half. Yes. But yeah, sorry, Doug Fister, four strikeouts, but yeah. And you had Lucas Giolito go be pretty good in Kansas City. Yeah. So looking good there. Mm-hmm. On the hitter side, I'm going to boast a little bit. I had Delano de Shields against Seattle looking for that steal. Got me a home run instead. Not what I was going for, but okay. Uh, the rare Delino homer. And I picked Ahmed Rosario against John Lester looking for a steal, and I got that. That is what I was going for. But Matt, Thursday, did you see Heimer Condelario hit his home run after we both went in? I didn't see it, but I, I noticed the box score. I'm like, yes. Yes. Fist bump for both of us. That's a high five on Heimer Condelario. They're going to give him a chance to play, and he's going to bat in the upper half of that lineup. And why not? I think that's totally fine. I'm buying there. Switch hitter. Real prospect. That's a thumbs up for me down the stretch. Uh, you got anything else before we get into our picks for this weekend? No, it's, it's rolling to the picks, please. All right. Matt, Friday the 15th. This one was kind of tough for me, I'll be honest. I had a handful of names. One of them is Jose Urena at home against the Brewers, but he's up to 53% owned. Would you consider Jose Urena if he was under 50? You know, we've actually talked about him quite a bit in the show, and we've actually mm-hmm. kind of, you know, we've kind of liked him. Yeah. But if you actually look at, like, the, the you know, the, the numbers behind the numbers, yes, he's he's just a guy. I mean, he's... He's like a like literally like a, a point or two of ERA from the rookie in Alaska or Mike Fires tier where you just, you kind of don't want anything to do with him. Right. He was more just a situational. He's in the NL East and he can pitch in Miami. Spot start things can line up, mm. but I definitely wouldn't buy that much into it. And so at home against the Brewers, thumbs down. Uh, are we calling it at home? Uh, oh yeah, I guess technically it won't be at home. I'm just looking at the schedule right here, and it says in Miami. I know you are, but that's why I brought it up. Well, that's even more of a concern then, isn't it? I yeah. suppose. Skipping Jose Urena here. I had four other names, and ugh, oh boy. Hopefully, well, I can't take your advice here, so I'm gonna. All right, I know who I have now. No. Uh, I, I don't want to be like, what do you think? Let me pick. Not my pick, but Edwin Jackson at home against the Dodgers. Mm, he's slowing down a little bit, as predicted. Yeah. You can't do that matchup, right? No, I wouldn't. I'm still impressed by what he's done so far, but no. Uh, Mark later getting Oakland. You like that in Philadelphia? I might get better in Oakland, but I'm okay in Philadelphia, yeah. Again, Oakland's been better than you think lately. They're a little bit scary, but if you believe him, that would be okay. Do you like Chad Cool going to Cincinnati? He's been better on the road. I not like Chad Cool going to Cincinnati, no. No, not for you? Okay, he's been better lately, but still not real good. He has a lot of trouble with lefties, so you just got to look out for a handful of those batters in the Reds lineup. I think it's doable, but not my favorite. Matt, I'm taking Sean Newcomb against the Mets, and his rate stats aren't where I want him to be, but the strikeouts are there, and I'm not worried about the Mets. And he's opposite Rafael Montero. I hope they can beat him. A little bit of wind hunting. I'll be honest, there's just, I don't, there's not a lot here I like on Friday, and so... 
Maybe you have something better than I do, but I'm going to go with Sean Newcomb and just put the strikeouts in the bank and try and get those. All right. It is, one, is that crazy, and two, do you have another pick? No, I don't think it's crazy, no. Mm-hmm. He has more than a strikeout per inning, and I'm just like, I'll take that then. He does have more than a strikeout per inning. I'm really tempted by Carson Fulmer. I suppose, just because, what, Detroit looks so bad? Detroit looked bad, and he looked fantastic in his last start. But he did not look very good before that. No. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't he the one you were telling me he belongs in a bullpen? Yeah, I think I still think he ends up there, but they're you know at least for this season they're not going to move him out of the rotation. They want him to stick to one role and continue with that role for this season at least. Yes. Last time out, six innings, one run, nine strikeouts against the Giants. But that is a thing, yeah. The ground ball fly ball thing is a, is a little is a little concerning, but that's they're going to Comerica. That's a bit more of a pitcher's park, is it not? A bit, or at least close-ish to neutral. Mm. So I don't know. He's just he has to look out for Heimer Candelario. But I can see it. I'm not that scared of the Tigers right now. Mm. I just I, I I oh no actually we should talk about the Tigers. I like today. Like, I'm sorry on Thursday. I don't mm-hmm. know, I don't know if you saw this, but I'm I'm 90 sure I saw their left fielder take his golf clubs out to the field with them. They're done. They're they're yeah, pretty I, well done. I've seen some teams pack it in. Like you know, last year's White Sox, they packed it in in September like you wouldn't believe. Unlike this year, you feel? Well, no, this year they have guys who are like who are like con- concerned for their jobs and playing for careers. Sure. You know, I mean, if if, if you want to get like a jump start on, on a job in spring training, now is when you've got to show it. I mean, look at you know Nicky Delmonico. He's probably yep, he's absolutely plays way into a twenty five man spot next year for sure. So the Tigers are maybe done enough that Carson Fulmer could squeak out a quality start here. I think he. The, the question I'm asking myself is: Is are the are the Tigers worse than the Giants right now? I don't know if I go that far. I, I don't know if I go that far either, but I think it's possible. Closer, it's closer than you'd think. It's it is closer than you think. I don't think you're nuts, but again, this is not a glowing review from you. Not a great recommendation. It's oh, more no, just no, 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 no. I, right? I this is you know I'm shooting for upside here. I'm looking at, I'm looking for strikeouts. I'm looking for upside 100. percent This is. Yeah, this is a lottery. That's kind of what I'm doing too. You know, build your stacker on this. This is this is a lottery ticket. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I'm fine with that. There's nobody else here. Jeremy Jeffress starting for the Brewers. Can you tell me what's up with that? Uh, They're doing a bullpen day because Jimmy Nelson is gone for the year. Oh, okay. So So Jeremy Jeffress is the starter, but he's not becoming a starter. No, he's if he goes three innings, it's going to be impressive. Honestly, that makes sense. Got it. Okay. Yeah, they're doing the bullpen day thing where they're. I was like, did I miss something here? With no, just bullpen pen game in okay i can see that only other name is daniel mangman going to philadelphia and whatever you know with that yeah. how about hitters matt the, the pitching's bad on friday how about some hitters to pick from my c pick we've got nick martinez going to los angeles to the face off against the angels martinez actually he's essentially you know he's got an ops over 800 against both sides yeah in i believe last year he had the issue with lefties uh that sounds right yeah i just in my head off the top of my head he's always been bad but you know what? The numbers would agree, probably would agree with you there, but there was a bit more of a split against lefties last year. I'm looking, and you are absolutely right. OPS over a thousand last year to lefties in a tiny, tiny sample size, though. So, but either way, there's there's weakness there. At two percent owned, I'm tossing Luis Valbuena out there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like Luis Valbuena. I picked him up on a on a team. Yeah, he's um he's 
he got off to a, a pretty horrific start. His, his May and June numbers are awful. Picked it up in July, picked it up in August, and he's been okay in September, but he is playing just about every day. Yeah, we looked at him earlier in the year, and it was just too bad to it even was, pick, was, and yeah, that has changed. Yeah, he was not good. Yeah, he has 20 home runs. And 57 RBIs. He's got RBIs this year. He didn't have oh, that. goodness. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm I'm totally fine with that, for sure. He's turned it around. Okay, next up, my B pick. Speaking of the White Sox-Tigers matchup, Anibal Sanchez... Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, the White Sox get Anibal Sanchez. Yes. He's awful. He's real bad. There's just no, you know, there's just no way to split it. It's lefties, righties, doesn't matter. And I'm going with the uh, slightly more interesting Yuan Moncada, only 29% owned. 29% is too low, and he had an awesome day on Thursday. He's had an awesome week. Yeah. There's tons of talent there, for sure. Could steal you a base in our stolen base race, for sure. So, yeah, 29%. There's too much talent there, even though he hasn't done a ton yet. But I like that for sure. He's no longer hitting 180. Yes. He's, I think he's put together a couple of slamming legs days. Uh, I believe that's what he did on Thursday, yeah. I, th- I thought there was two in there, but either way. It's a slamming legs being a home runner and a stolen base in the same day. Yes. It had tipped a Raswell. My A pick, we've got Clayton Richard headed to Colorado to face off against the Rockies. Yep, I looked at this. I didn't find anywhere to go, but I looked at it. Okay, well, I don't know if you, I don't know if you're aware of this, but Trevor Story's banged up again. Okay, I believe it. So that means they're going to have to put somebody at shortstop. Yes. Uh, they have a right-handed shortstop to face off against the left-handed Clayton Richard. Are you thinking Ian Desmond, who's no, been okay? I'm thinking Pat the Bat, Pat Valaika. Pat Valaika. Yeah, I've we've toyed with this name a little bit. I feel like most of that is just looking for a chorus guy, which is completely legitimate, especially against Clayton Richard. Now you have me saying it. Clayton yeah, Richard. <laughs> so he is, he's, has 11 homers and he's 0% owned. So and, if he gets in there, I'm all about that. Field. Yeah, he qualifies a shortstop. So, and he's probably going to play because Trevor Story is hurt again. Cool. I have no problem with that. And he gets a lefty and it's chorus. That's good. So I have got to mention him again only once this show, but I haven't got him in yet. Might get him in sometime this month. Okay. The Indians get a lefty and Jason Vargas and the wheels have fallen off there. So I want our lefty masher from the Indians is Jan Gomes. He's still fine against lefties. You want a cheap catcher, go for it. I also like Austin Jackson against lefties, but I've already picked him this month. But if you want a cheap lefty masher from the Indians, I like either of them. Should be fine. Also, I don't know if you heard, but the Indians are like on fire right now. So you might might have mentioned. Yes. Also, I am picking against Anibal Sanchez. I think the only reason you didn't pick Nikki Delmonico is because you already did this month. Correct. I have not. That's my B pick. I'm fine with that because batting in the middle of that lineup and hitting home runs and the wheels have not fallen off there yet. So I think they might, but they have not yet. So still trusting there, but I'm going above that. My A pick. We haven't talked about this guy in a minute, but I see Rafael Montero going to Atlanta opposite Sean Newcomb. It's a righty that struggles with righties and is in general bad. The Braves righty that hits righties is our boy T-Flow, Tyler Flowers, only 15% owned and still mashing. Not like huge power, but putting up the, the rate stats and can can get you some numbers. I don't know. Tyler Flowers, I don't know what got into him, but mashes righties just fine. It's Rafael Montero, right? Should be fine? You think so, yes. Yeah. All right, on to Saturday, the 16th. I had a few more options here. Don't know that I love any of them, but there's some options as we dig a little deep here in September. Erasmo Ramirez going to Houston, too terrifying, right? Yes, at least until until, until their hangover day, yes. Yeah, I, I still find him interesting in certain matchups, but that is not one of them. Mm. 
Jordan Montgomery at home in Yankee Stadium against the Orioles. Ugh, right? That, that, I think that, that might be one where it looks scarier than it is on paper, but I'm still not picking it. Yeah. He's been okay at Yankee Stadium. This hasn't been a problem for him yet. I don't know. The Orioles can hit. They have their share of righties. They kind of scare me. Not for you, though. I'll always be drawn to Jordan Montgomery just because he, he doesn't really have a built-in split. Right. He's, he's got a 7-1-12 OPS against righties, 7-1-12 OPS against lefties this year. Like, exactly. So yes. I'll always be kind of drawn to guys like that just because, you know, there's really not you know, much of an advantage. But I... And it's almost a strikeout in inning. It's just it's just scary enough to frighten, to push me off it. Honestly. It's a very firm yellow light where it's like, you could, yeah. but yeah. How about Sal Romano at home against the Pirates? Do you like Sal Romano at all? What does he do for you? Uh, he's been okay lately. He has some quality starts in there, but he's not really going that deep. Four and a half ERA. <sighs> some strikeouts, not enough. He's just, he's more boring than Jordan Montgomery, and that's saying something a little bit. I don't know. That one's also a yellow light, but not like a firm yellow light, just like kind of a dull, not exciting yellow light well, I mean, for her to describe it. So, yeah. All right, how about the matchup of Ben Lively versus Kendall Graveman? Talk about dull yellow lights. Both of them are kind of like, eh, eh whatever, but also the matchups are like, eh, eh. I'm picking against one of them, so... Okay, no. I, I think, again, you could do either of them, but there's no real strikeout upside, so that's keeping me away. Mm-hmm. Just a few more for me. Parker Bridwell against Texas. He was good for a while, and he's slowing down. That's not a great matchup either. You don't want Parker Bridwell, do you? Uh, I do not, no. Adam Conley against the Brewers. Speaking of slowing down. Uh, I'm not taking him in that ballpark. No, no chance. Yeah. Um, my pick is Ronaldo going to Detroit, and I imagine it's yours too, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, I'm sorry. He's been a September darling. He's only 13% owned. I mean, his ERA is high four, but I think he's better than that. And we already talked about how much Detroit's kind of done. So, yeah, I, I trust that one. I think that'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Hitters for Saturday, Matt. Who are you looking at at the plate on the 16th? C-pick. We've got, uh, speaking of the White Sox, they, they get Miles J. Yes. Miles My, Jade is, you know, you, you've heard this joke a dozen dozen times. You know, he, you know, he's he's the R in war. <laughs> okay, yeah. He's essentially like a warm body, honestly. There's, yeah, he was like a borderline Tigers prospect for a minute, but their farm is so bad that when he shows up on rankings, you're like, okay, but that's the bottom of the barrel for them. Like that's not good. So. Yeah, you know, he, he's there's just nothing special there. I mean, it's like have arm will travel essentially with yeah. Miles J. That being said, he's got a bit of a weakness against lefties, and my C pick at sixteen percent is my guy, Yomer Sanchez. Okay, you're just picking all kinds of White Sox this weekend, huh? It's a White Sox week. Just wait till Sunday. Hold on, I totally get it because again they're facing the Tigers, and the Tigers are not quite the Orioles, but they are free to pick on for sure, especially with their bullpen. Okay, gun to, you know, death is not an option. Baltimore rotation or Tigers rotation? <sighs> There's nothing in the... I guess Dylan Bundy is the... And I guess Kevin Gosman when he kind of pretends that he yeah, can pitch, but it's... that flip can be switched real hard when yes. you're not careful. And the Tigers... I mean, in my head, I just have this hangover remembering when the Tigers rotation was good, but mm-hmm. you're making me actually look at it now. And Michael Fulmer is out. Jordan Zimmerman's out. Not that he was any good. No. No, they're down to it. Here, I'm going to read them. Annabelle Sanchez, Miles J, Matthew Boyd, Buck Farmer, and Chad Bell. Somehow it's the Orioles rotation. You have made a point. It's like literally the Orioles rotation. Oh, my goodness. Detroit. 
Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. I did not think that was going to be my answer. And then I looked at it and you're correct. So again, you have, you know, you have to look at just to, to see what, you know, the guys that just aren't there anymore and to see the guys that are there. It's that's yeah. Anyways, Gilmer Sanchez, 16%. My pick push hitter does damage against righties. Can run. Yeah. Can run a little bit. Uh, next up, B pick. Uh, and this guy is with an asterisk because he's kind of, he's, he's had a back issue off and on. Mm-hmm. It's kind of flared up. They're expecting him to be back in the, in the lineup on Friday, but, you know, it's it's September and his team is out of it. Anyways, the Blue Jays go to Minnesota, and they get to face yes. Adalberto Mejia. Yes. Adalberto Mejia is, in fact, left-handed, not very good against righties. Nope. And the righty in Toronto that I want to touch out there is my guy, Steve Pierce. I like Steve Pierce. I think the only reason I didn't write down Steve Pierce is because I had picked him lately, too. Yeah. But maybe it was because of the injury thing. But, yeah, if he comes back, I'm all about that. Yeah, he's, in fact, right-handed. First career, is him, he, he's done damage against lefties. Not so much this year. I'm not buying it. It's a small sample. I think he's perfectly fine to toss out there. And, and he, he plays, like, all around the diamond. You know, you can talk yeah. to him. And they've been batting him leadoff for a bit. A little bit, yeah. So, yeah, you want that. That'd be fun. Which takes me to my A pick. I mentioned that I picked against Ben Lively. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben Lively is, in fact right-handed, not very good against lefties so far this season. Okay? Mm-hmm. In his limited time in the major leagues, he's, he's been rough against lefties. So, I want to toss in the, I'm tossing the righty killer, the choice, Matt Joyce. Oh, I love that. Yeah, uh, he's quietly been on fire as well as some of the other... He's 8% uh, owned. Yeah, that's a lot for him. That's climbing up there. So I looked, he has 23 home runs. Yes, and like other stats as well. I went to go look at uh, this weekend at Matt Olson, and Matt Olson is 49% on because he's also been blowing up. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said, the A's are quietly hitting, and nobody pays attention because they stink, but they're not an easy offense right now. Might be a bad day for Ben Lively. I like that Matt Joyce pick. That's a thumbs up In for me. My C pick, my safety, sometimes we pick a more owned guy as the backup. I see Jordan Lyles going to Colorado. That's going to be a bad time. Pick any Rockies that you can afford, which there's not many. 34% is the cheap option. It's Gerardo Parra, who should do just fine against Jordan Lyles, right? I guess. I mean, of all the Rockies guys, he's probably like the least inspiring, but... That's why he's the only affordable <laughs> one at 34. Well, yeah, well, sometimes you get what you pay for, Dill. Yeah, that might be true. That might be true. I'm recommending the Rockies in general. The one I'm... Which is not rocket science. That's not hard-hitting fantasy advice <laughs> whoa, here. Whoa, but whoa, whoa, whoa. Higgins recommends Rockies in Colorado. <laughs> Against the Padres, even. Right. Well, that's my C pick. That's my backup. Hold on. All right. Above that, hopefully more helpful. You maybe didn't realize, as much as you realized Rockies in Colorado are nice, is that Clint Frazier is back for the Yankees. He snuck back in, came off the disabled list. I still believe in Clint Frazier. There's power there. There's speed there. They're going to let him play. And he will get Jeremy Hellickson in Yankee Stadium. That's enough for me. He's going to be fine there. And he's only 9% owned because everybody's, you know, he was hurt. So everybody gave up on him. Mm -hmm. But that's power. That's speed. That's Yankee Stadium. That is not the Tigers rotation, but it's still, you know, the Orioles rotation. So I will pick on Hellboy there. I have no problem with that. And then my A pick, I also want to pick on Alberto Mejia. I'm right there. I love the Steve Pierce thing. I went with Kevin Pillar. I know that you like the thrill R. should be just fine. You picked them in September. I think that's probably... We're flipping a little bit. I usually pick Pierce. You pick Pilar. Yeah. We recommend both of them. They should be fine. So, yeah. I want him. He's 18% owned. He's right-handed. He gets the bad lefty. Pick some Blue Jays against Alberto Mejia. It'll be bad. And then Matt. 
Sunday, the 17th, I have eight pitchers written down. Here are some options. We can get into it a little bit, even though I don't know that many of them are very good. Eduardo Rodriguez going to Tampa Bay, opposite Jake Odorizzi, both eligible. Yeah, yeah. It's it's whatever. Yeah. I like Erod a little bit more, but the Rays are a little bit scary, actually. He's so very whatever. How about... You're not going to think of this guy, but I want to like at least say his name. Henderson Alvarez is back. Hasn't pitched in a couple of years. Going to start for the Phillies against the A's. Like That's cool. I think he's technically a former A, even though he did not pitch for them because he was hurt the whole time. I think they signed him, but he never made it to the bigs. But he's back, and that's cool. And I could think about it, but one, again, the A's hit a little. And two, he doesn't strike anyone out. And he's coming back after two years. So like, there's really no upside to this. So... You're not going to pick him, but I do like Henderson Alvarez when he's healthy. So Your boy Brandon Woodruff gets the Marlins not in Miami. Are you thinking about Brandon Woodruff or Dylan Peters on the other side? If I got into my head, I, I, I would pick Woodruff, but I wouldn't feel great about it just because he is, in fact, right-handed and he's a, a bit of a weak against the lefties. I would be concerned about some of the, you know, the lefty outfielders that they have. Yeah, the I team. pretty much feel that way, too. I'm scared of Giancarlo, certainly. Mm. And... I think I like Dylan Peters a little bit more as a pitcher, but I'm more scared of like the Brewers lineup. So like matchup wise, it's a little tricky. But they are both at least interesting for sure. This is not a great matchup for Dylan Peters. No, and that that ballpark against against that that lineup with all the righties they have, they they can toss at him. Yeah. How about Chris Stratton at home in San Francisco against the D-backs? They're too hot, right? I'm tempted by it. It's that's a yellow light for me. There's my yellow. Okay. Line. If it were the Padres, would you take Chris Stratton? Oh, God, yes. He's not lights out by any means, but he's been okay. Yeah. And he was supposed to start the other day and I think got rained out in that like crazy all night Dodgers game. Oh, Threw yeah. like, got one out, got a strikeout, and got called out. So I believe that's right. He's back in. I'd think about it, but I'm scared of the D backs for sure. Yeah. I got two more names. One, I don't know if you wrote down. Matt, Kyle Gibson's doing his Jekyll and Hyde thing again, and as universally overall generally bad as he is, 1.38 ERA in his past five starts. Would you ever consider him against the Blue Jays? This this has Doug Fister written all over it. It absolutely does, and I know I just made that mistake, and I'm now going to wear the six runs he gave up. These are the kind of ones I love in DFS. Because if he stinks and you lose it, like, okay, you lost your whatever you bet, you know. But if he hits, you can win, and that's awesome. It's harder in these longer, like, roto leagues or, like, we have a spreadsheet where if it goes bad, you have to wear it forever. Mm. But if you're playing in a head-to-head weekly or a DFS or something, roll the dice because there's something to win there, you know. He's won four of his last five starts. He's been on fire, and he gets strikeouts. As bad as he is, and he is, he gets strikeouts, but... If you look at his game log, and I'm not that scared of the Blue Jays, are you? The problem is that they've gotten healthy in the past, say, three weeks. They're not an easy offense. They're just not terrifying like they were two years ago. True. Yeah. So I'm not taking Kyle Gibson. I'm too scared of protecting my ratios. Because, again, if things go wrong, it could be seven earned runs. But if you're in a DFS one, I think that's a, a ticket to try. If you're feeling lucky, play in a dollar game. Put a dollar on Kyle Gibson and ride that ride. That might be fun. So, Matt, the last name I have might be my pick. Don't know if it's yours. Garrett Richards in his first start didn't go that long, but looked okay. In his last start, he's now done two starts since he's been back. Five innings, one run, four strikeouts. That was against Houston also. Two starts under his belt, only two runs. Now he gets the Rangers, and he's in Anaheim. 
I'm going to go with Garrett Richards because it might be the last time we get to pick him. I mean, obviously, it's about the end of the season, but he's a 42%, and if the start goes well, he's going to be, be not left. I don't know. Are you scared of him getting the Rangers at all? Actually, this is my pick. Yeah. And I'm with you, but not with like a ton of confidence, to be fair. No, not I don't have a ton of confidence. I, I No. I have more confidence in him than I do in Kyle Gibson. Sure, absolutely. But, yeah, and again, I like Dylan Peters, and I like Brandon Woodruff, but the matchups are tough. I'm not that scared of the Rangers right now. So, yeah, Garrett Richards might be back. Garrett Richards is going to be one of your uh, popular draftees next year, you think? Probably. Yeah, Yeah, this is the kind of thing. This screams, like, coming back, looking okay, slipping under draft radars next year. Yeah, the guy who will be ranked, like, 457th in in Yahoo rankings, who winds up on, like, every team by the end of the year. Is he next year's Lance Lynn? That was Lance Lynn this year, as nobody drafted him because he had missed the year before, and he came back and was totally fine. I don't know if he's going to be forgotten about that much. Yeah, Lance Lynn was criminally low. It was, yeah, it was ridiculous. I mean, like, I was, you could get him in, like, the 25th round, like, a 25 round draft. It was ridiculous. Yeah. I think it's close. I would have to look at some of the other, like, the injury guys coming back. Yeah, and they're both about the same value, I feel like, in terms of... I, I, I think Lancelin's had a bit better grade here, Yeah, they're they're not aces sitting on the waiver wire, but they are guys that can give you most of a season and, and should start every time out in all formats. That's how I feel, when they're good to go. Anyway, we went Garrett Richards on Sunday. There's downside here. I mean, the Rangers can hit home runs. I like that it's in Anaheim, though, and it's in the day. It'll be okay. How about hitters for Sunday, Matt? Who are you looking at? Okay. I don't know if you noticed, but you, you didn't mention this in your, in your pitching rundown, so I'm assuming you missed out. But we've got we've got a Ubaldo day. I, I, you're right. I did not recommend Ubaldo. I also didn't recommend CC Sabathia only because he hates pitching in New York by the stat line. But, yes, that is the matchup. Yeah. You want a lefty in there again. Actually, you lefty already. I'm taking a lefty. I've got, Jac- sure. I've got Jacoby Ellsbury at 30% on. I'm completely fine with that, especially, again, I think I have you by two stolen bases right now. Uh, so that's one that can be caught up real quick. Yeah. yeah. For the year, he's done a bit more damage against righties than he has lefties. Uh, OPS a shade under 800, uh, 16 out of 18 steals against right-handers this year for yeah. No, I, I like Jacoby. I'm all about it. Me too. Uh, next up, B-Pick. I've got a zero percenter for you. Okay. okay. The White Sox are tossing Dylan Covey out there. I saw that. I couldn't find anybody in Detroit I was willing to pick, but I can't say no to whoever you pick either. I, I've got a name. And you're probably, okay. probably going to laugh at me. It, no, not when it's against Dylan Covey. It's fine. Dylan Covey is, in fact, right-handed. Uh, weakness against lefties. So I, I found a lefty that I, I like. Okay. And that's Alex Presley. Okay. I looked at Alex Presley, and I just wish there were a few more counting numbers. Like, he's not hitting home runs or stealing bases, but he certainly can hit the ball. Get you some points. Yeah. Again, he's my B pick, and he's 0%. No, it's fine. Yeah, I, I think in DFS, if you need a third outfielder or whatever. Yeah, like He's, he's going he's gonna to cost nothing. He's probably going to play because he's been playing just about every day for the past, say, mm-hmm. month or so. Yeah, no, he, he's playing, and they're going to score runs against him. So, no, I'm totally fine with that. It's just the expectations of he's got to be minimum cost, but he can deliver on that. And he's been, yeah, he's been confident in, in September so far. So anyway. Yep. Yeah, it's just a little bit of like the Adam Fraser thing where you're like, yeah, it's a little bit of empty production, but it, you know, I, I think runs in RBIs in that lineup. I think there's, there's a bit more upside in this game for Alex Presley than I think there was with Adam Frazier. Okay, sure. And lastly, my eighth pick, I'm, on the other side, you've got Matt Boyd, the lefty. Yes. So at 5% owned, it's a Matt Davidson day. I like that. That is my B pick, but I like that plenty. Yeah. So, He's slowed down a little bit 
and that's a little bit concerning. Mm-hmm. But he has 24 homers on the air, and he was also hurt. Like, the power's there. Oh, God, yes. This is homer hunting, I feel like, for sure. And I think he can do that against Matt Boyd or the Tigers' bullpen. Mm-hmm. So, I agree. Yep, I'm into that. For me, my C pick, I see Andrew Moore going to Houston. And I kind of like Andrew Moore a little bit. He has a few good starts under his belt. Two quality starts in his last outings. But I do not trust him going to Houston. Mm-hmm. He just saw him two starts ago. And I don't know, this looks bad for me. So, my C pick, kind of similar to getting Gerard Opara. I'm going to spend a little bit just to get a, a safe guy. Carlos Beltran gets a Rasmus Ramirez, and I just like where he hits in that lineup, and he can handle righties, and so I think he can handle Andrew Moore. I also think that Andrew Moore won't go that deep, and then you're going to get some sweet, sweet at-bats against the Mariners bullpen, which is not terrifying either. So that's a C pick. That's my safety. Any Astros that you can afford in there will be fine. Said my B pick is Matt Davidson. That's homer hunting. You're just trying to hope he connects on one and goes deep. He's going to be cheap also. It's Matt Boyd. It's going to be fine. My A pick, though... I said, like, Henderson Alvarez is back, and that's interesting. I'm going to pick on him, though. And your A pick on Saturday is my A pick on Sunday. Matt Joyce, he's heating up and has 23 homers on the air quietly, too. And at 8% owned. I think him getting a Henderson Alvarez. And, again, I think it's going to be Henderson Alvarez for three or four innings and then a whole lot of meaty, meaty Phillies bullpen. And I want Matt Joyce against that Phillies bullpen. So, And it's in Philadelphia, so... Uh, I like that, but I also like Matt Olson. He's just expensive, but pick some of those A's. I think they're going to do fine on Sunday. Um, okay, that should about do it for us. Matt, do you have anything before we get rolling? Can you want a softball update quickly? Sure. How did your softball game go? We had a doubleheader today. Oh, boy. The first game, we, we, we played against the same team where we had the greatest game in, in, in softball history. Sure. And things got a little chippy. I think they wanted their win back. Uh-oh. They did not feel good about getting walked off on. No, and honestly, you know, when we when we walked them off, we were like classy about it. We 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 waited until we got off the field before we we, we started. You know, we, we did any kind of you know real cheering or anything. I mean, we did high fives, but we waited. Until we, we, we 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 did the right thing. We followed the unwritten rules of softball. Sure. And this one, it just from the beginning, it's, it was just a, a weird vibe about the game. Like it was, let's just say they were more than willing to to take the walk as opposed to try to swing the bat. And let's just say it got things got a little chippy out there, a little a, more chippy than a, a softball, a co-ed softball league game should. Sure. So did they end up winning? How'd you do? Oh, they beat the tar out of us. Oh, <laughs> they got their revenge. Oh, absolutely. Okay. They got their revenge, and they crowed the whole time they did it. Oh, boy. Must have felt good for them, even if not classy. I guess. I hope so. Okay. And how'd your second game go? Uh, we played, believe it or not, we played the IKEA team. Okay. Remind me the IKEA team. There's an IKEA team. Have you played the IKEA team before? No, never. It's the first year playing. Oh, okay. That's why I was like, I don't remember the IKEA team. You you were like, oh, you know, the IKEA team. And I was like, I don't. Uh, I was I was saying it that way because, you know, I think it's impressive that IKEA has a team. Yes, and, and I do know what IKEA is. I, you should. <laughs> Anyways, they were, like, super chill. They were, like, really, you know, they, they were really cool. The whole, you know, I, I we got along great with the whole team. We, we wound up beating up on them a bit. <laughs> but... You know, they, they, had, they had a couple of players that just, they, they didn't quite play as a team. They didn't quite have the strategy. They had a couple of guys who, honestly, I don't think have ever held a bat before. Oh, boy. But they were having fun, huh? They, they appeared to be. You know, they were, you know, they were nice. They were genuinely nice people. A lot, a lot of smiles, a lot of, you know, you know no, uh, no chippiness in this game whatsoever. Although there, there was, there was, there was a, 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 a troubling incident. Uh-oh. 
I don't, I don't know if I should. I, I can do this without naming names. Our shortstop and our second base are like a boyfriend girlfriend. Sure. Power couple up the middle. Absolutely. And the shortstop is the guy. He fielded a ball. He was he was kind of, I'll say maybe, it was like deep in the hole. And she was like running over to cover second. And she was like right in the line of the throw. She was like, her, her side was facing him as opposed to her front or her back. And he like unloaded with, you know, like a Sean Dunstan rifle throw that hit her right in the back of the head. Oh, yikes. Yeah. Oh, so he like covered. Oh, he was throwing to first. Yes. Got it. So was she covering second base? I, she was on second base. I, I I believe there was a runner on first, but it was the last out of the inning. So he was. Oh, and so he decided to throw to first. To Got it. She, I think she was kind of out of position for it. Like, yeah. Is she okay? Honestly, it was like one of the most sickening sounds I've ever heard. Like you hear a 14 inch softball hit the base of somebody's skull. Yeah. And it makes that like that thwack sound. And yikes. Like, so he runs over. He's like. Got, he's like holding her and like got her like talking her through it like got her you know trying to you know keep her from you know going hysterical mm-hmm. does it pulls it off they did like a little concussion test on the field like follow the finger she said she was fine i didn't blame it for a second um she, yeah she finished the inning and finished the game so trooper yikes um, if, that, if that happened to me i would be like on the ground crying and probably calling out for the next three days of work you'd be like i'm done yeah I, like, I would just be dead because the sound that made was just like... Oh, that's gnarly. Good to know that she, you know, stayed on her feet and stayed okay. Yeah, but I mean, if it was me, I'd be down like a sack of, you know, I'd be down like a sack of bricks, just like, yeah. crawled out, you know, carry me home. Who's driving me home? Yikes. Who's driving my car? <laughs> Somebody take me home. Yes. Yeah. And call my mom, because, yeah. you know, I would have been dead. I mean, I, I think my, my body just might have exploded on impact. It'd, it'd be like a, a jersey and, and, and a pair of glasses, and that would be about it. Well, uh, yeah, glad she's okay and yeah, split the day. Yep. Sounds like your standings are still okay. Uh, we're still in, in we're in, we're, we're going to make the playoffs. I mean, yeah, that's all that matters. Just got to get in. It's just a man. Yeah, yeah. Especially in co-ed stuff. I just, you know, I'm kind of curious who we're going to play. I kind of don't want to face the, uh, you know, the chippy team again, just because in a playoff game, there like might be like a fist fight. How long, much longer is your league? You still got a ways, We've right? Got two more weeks of regular season. It's a fall league. Oh it's man. Like, these seasons are so short. All right. Well, that'll line just about up with the end of our season. We'll be able to get to hear about that, too. Okay. Well, that should do it for us heading into this weekend. Matt is on Twitter at MattD underscore DFS. I am on Twitter at HigginsFOS. We get tweets just asking, who should I pick? Who should I start? What do you think? And we don't mind giving advice, giving our ideas. Again, you might want to check our spreadsheet and how we've done this year before you listen to us. But we, uh, we don't mind giving input as well. Also want to give another reminder, if you want to support this show and support Fangraphs, we don't take donations or anything, like this show is free, but if you want to go be a Fangraphs subscriber, a member, that's a big help just to keep the lights on at Fangraphs and they help us run things, and what a great website that if you're listening to this, you surely use all the time. And so for 20 bucks a month, you can go be a member and it just helps keep it running and keeping it free. And for 50 bucks a month, you can get ad-free browsing over there, which is just even more support to help them keep going. And they let us do cool podcasts like this and Effectively Wild and The Sleeper and the Bust and Fangraphs Audio. All this stuff is free. What great free baseball content. So if you want to give back, they won't charge you for it, but you can go help because, yeah, they make all this happen. So go do that. If you want to help us out, you help them out. That'll do it. Uh, Format. I'm Dylan. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you on Monday.
This podcast is over. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.